What is up, After Buzzers? We are finally here, number three, this mid-season finale, and it's talking all about Randall, and it was one hell of an episode, so stay tuned. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Hey. hey. <laughs> I can't do the right way, so I'll try. Erica wants to show everybody her shirt. Yes. Uh, Why would you do that? Do it, do it, do it, do it, do it. What is up, guys? We finally made it. I can't believe we're at episode 10. I know. We're halfway marked. Halfway marked. I cried tonight again. Why am I not surprised at all? What's up, guys? My name's Candace Cruz. You can find me on all my social media at Candace R. Cruz. What's up, everybody? I am Keith Andre. You can follow me everywhere at Keith underscore Andre. Candace did cry, but she did it in a way that allowed us to enjoy the episode. <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome, okay? She was, okay. She was a silent cry. I was. Yes. I silently sobbed to myself. Yeah. Okay. Would she cry? She does this thing. You did that too. Don't even play. I, I did that. You did. I did do that tonight. Uh-huh. What an I episode. did this too a couple times. It was such an amazing episode. Um, you guys can find me all over the internet at Lena Nori. And yes, I did sob today. Yay! But that's because Randall, I can't, what's his name, his real name? Sterling. Yes. Sterling is an incredible actor. I love Sterling so much. I'm like, how could you forget his name? I'm so He's bad so with names. I still call Milo no, Jack. I call him Jack. I'm like, hey, there's Jack. And I'm Erica Shannon, and you can find me on Twitter at Miss Eerie Baby. My shirt says straight out of Lincoln. As I mentioned last week, I went to Lincoln University, the first HBCU. I had to do it because they went to Howard today, so... Okay. That was a fun time in Howard. That's yeah. it. I'm gonna wear my. I'm gonna shirt wear next my week. shirt when we come back. I went to HBCU as well as I mentioned. I went to Norfolk State University. High five. So yeah, from far away. <laughs> well, I went to UCLA, and Keith is wearing my um, Bruin color. Actually, the this is my blue. color too. University of Kentucky. What? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we got matching colors. It's all connected. We're all connected. All connected. All connected. You guys, what oh, an episode! <laughs> right. Sorry, we're talking sorry. all about I'm other s- things. No, yeah. we have a lot to talk about. There's a yes. lot of stuff going on in this episode. Try and hit on all of it. Bear with us. I mean, mm. votes for where we're starting. We starting at Howard. We starting at Deja. Pick. I'm not voting because... Go. <laughs> Go. I'm afraid I mean, of we Lena. started talking about schools. <laughs> Howard? You should be afraid. Yeah, we can start at Howard. All right, we're starting at Howard, guys. It's just, okay. there's so much going on. We gotta have a vote here. So, <laughs> we had some Deja Vu. Yeah, you did that. You did it. I did it. That's as corny as Randall's iPad joke. You know what? I'm proud to be corny like that. Okay. It was super cute. Thank you. No, it was cute. I liked it. It was. You liked it. We had some deja vu going back to the same episode again. Yeah. And seeing it for the third Third time, time. we saw a couple math here. (laughs) Saw different things this time that we haven't seen, like or saw them in a different perspective, Mm -hmm. like with the dog, and then the conversation by the the breaker. And everything else within that short amount of time. And then we get to see Randall go off to college. Mm-hmm. Yes. Which brought back a lot of memories of, like, going for your first college tour. And, mm. like, leaving your parents. And you're like, let me just, like, do my thing. So I felt really bad for Jack when he was like, oh, you want to go with the... Uh, <laughs> sure. Yeah, like, you can go. I felt so bad I for him. I didn't feel bad for him. Because, like you're saying, Candace, I put myself back in his shoes mm-hmm. and was like, I didn't want to go on the tour with my mom. Of yeah. course. <laughs> but I felt bad for Jack, not for Randall. I'm sorry. Well, because yeah. he, is, yeah. he assumed it was because he's like, I'm white. And then he's like, no, dad, you're old. Yeah, you're the, you're <laughs> the parent. Was, right. I, I think he forgets. Cute. When you get older, especially because they're kind of the cool parents. Mm-hmm. You know, they're like the hip. They want to like bond mm-hmm. with their kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they keep thinking, hey, we're kind of the same age. We're going with our kids. And he's like, no, Dad, you're old. I want to hang out with my friends. It has nothing to do with your skin color. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. I really liked the whole, like, Jack kept saying, it's Harvard. It's just Harvard. But we realized there was such a bigger issue of why Randall wanted to go to Howard from the get-go. Mm-hmm. And I loved that moment when he was in... I mean, the tour was great. They actually showed him, like, a tour. I was expecting them to take him, like, to College Rager and, like... Go on and do their own thing. Not during the day. Right. They would have just gone to the cafeteria yeah. and sat there right. the whole time. Either way, when he was sitting in the dorm room with all the, the guys that were giving him the tour and the whole conversation of being like, there's no white people here. 
Right. Mm-hmm. I'm glad they had that conversation as well. They shed light, um, a lot of light on it. You know, this is another episode that gave us, like, several learning opportunities so mm-hmm. to see, like, the HBCU. And, you know, it may not be as common to see, you know, white faces. So having that experience and then even hearing them all say, like, oh, well, my high school was all white. Mm-hmm. And so it is kind of this culture and this place to, like, really see yourself, to learn about, you know, your history and who you are. So I think having Randall go off to college and have that experience, we really got to see like why he is the way he is and we were kind of talking about that with the other episodes yeah but we really got to dig deep and see like oh this explains exactly who randall is Mm -hmm. and we got to see how he connects um with his dad so it's Mm -hmm. it's interesting touching on what you said um in a second but yeah this episode focused a lot on the importance of identity Mm -hmm. and it's Mm -hmm. not just the color of your skin it's also a culture yeah you know there's there's so many different shades and everyone has a beautiful unique skin but it's feeling like you belong somewhere. Mm-hmm. And he has said that at different times he's never really felt like he's belonged or when he does feel like he belongs and there's a part of him that doesn't feel whole. Mm-hmm. And that's just so important in life to feel like you have an identity, you feel like you belong, and you feel like you're a part of a family, mm-hmm. however big that may be. And the interesting point, and it's you know for everyone out there that either agreed or didn't agree with what we thought about last week's, last week's episode about Kate was specifically what we found out about Randall this episode, which is I wanted to know more about younger Kate and how she developed into who she was today. And I feel like with this episode, we really got to see what made Randall who he is today. And ultimately, what led him to what we saw now is a decision with Deja. Mm -hmm. So I loved this episode. I loved what we saw about Randall and all the different layers. And yeah, as you said, there's so many different lessons in this episode. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's beautiful. I mean, I've had that identity crisis, too, with, like, and I think think almost everybody does in some way, shape, or form, or fashion. Like, I grew up in a town that I didn't look like anybody, and when I finally went somewhere where everybody looked like me, I went, and my dad, and I was like, everybody looks like me. (laughs) So everybody has their moment of, like, you didn't realize what you were missing until you found it, Mm. and then you figure out, like, oh, this is what I've been missing all this time. And I think it's not... Like, he even explains it so well in in the car when he looks at Jack and he's like, you know, when you felt bad about me not automatically introducing you, that's how I feel all the time. And I think that that's something that, like, Randall's never voiced to his parents. Mm -hmm. He kind of did a little bit when he was little inadvertently of saying, like, like trying to find different black male role models to like identify with mm-hmm. and doing the karate and everything else. But he didn't really come out right and say, this is what I feel because he didn't know how to explain it. And now he's old enough mm-hmm. and we're seeing a little bit more of like what you said, Randall developing into like who he is and really getting to see him like talk and like communicate what he's feeling and what he's looking forward and- to and yeah. I was just going to say, and going off of that, he didn't even do it completely. Like, he mm-hmm. he still tried to make it nice yeah, right, for course, his dad. Right. He of tried course. to be like, well, well, that's not because, or, you know, I'm not trying to say mm-hmm. he, he, but he was able, like you're saying, Candace, to get his point across Enough. and, and yeah. explain how he feels on a day-to-day basis. Right. Mm-hmm. And even sometimes, I think the point that we learned in the car was that it was in Jack's head. Mm-hmm. So right. I thought that was another important point, too, is that sometimes you may feel excluded or that someone may think something about you but it was just in his head like mm-hmm. he laughs it off he's like no dad you're old I have nothing to do with that yeah, yeah. So I, I thought think, that was yeah. good too and then just to follow up on that we got to see I mean I think um, Jack showcased it as well when he mm-hmm. took him to the monument and explained like you know you're going to lose balance you're going to find it you're going to lose it you're going to find it like that's mm-hmm. the way that life goes so yeah. we can't be hung up on you know feeling like you don't belong or out of place yeah I really liked the introduction to figuring out finally what happened with Jack when he was younger because we never got to see that Mm -hmm. and I think it goes going off of your point I feel like we're all making like very concise points that meet (laughs) with each other but it doesn't necessarily meaning like feeling excluded just by skin color or Mm -hmm. by gender yeah it can also be experiences that people have never had like you know Jack's feeling of exclusion is dealing with something that's very real that a lot of men and women now have to face of Mm -hmm. going to fight in war Mm -hmm. and to seeing different things and experiencing things in life that you can never get away from and you almost feel ostracized and removed even though no one's making you feel like that because no one ever really like inadvertently makes you feel excluded and he finally like kind of came out and explained to Randall you know like these are some of the reasons why I feel removed. Yeah. And he said, and he's like, your mom doesn't even know exactly. a lot like of it. Like all of it, yeah. yeah. 
And we didn't really get too much. We didn't hear anything about the brother. Mm -hmm. So he didn't really, like, I know that there was a moment where he put his hand on the wall. So that was clearly where his brother's name was. And I'm sure Randall and them had that moment. Mm. Because I believe the only people on the wall are the people that passed. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. um, so Randall clearly knows, but we didn't get to see any of that story. You think he told them? I don't think he did. Now I'm starting to think he didn't. I, you don't, I don't think, think he did? I don't think he did. They were at the monument. Oh. Yeah. Just I to talk about did. the war itself. Uh, in his experience but I don't think war. he said I have a brother yeah I agree with her I okay. don't think he said okay. that is a good point I don't know because I was leaning with you in yeah, the beginning and I felt like oh well maybe this is something that he shared but it was very vague he said you know your mom doesn't know everything and the monument of course he can identify with because he fought in Vietnam mm-hmm. so it could very well that he was only offering you know his bit of experience and the little you know insight that he gave us so maybe like a few weeks ago we were trying to decide if we thought that um what if uh, if Rebecca even knew I don't she think she knew does. about um about his brother so maybe it's I just still a secret. I think honestly Randall at that age is, was so intellectual and mm-hmm. like so keen on observation that something would have been said kind of mentioning that he knows like hey dad I know that you've been through so much when he's talking about the balances in life shifting mm-hmm. up and down I don't think anybody knows I don't even honestly think and if Rebecca does know maybe it's something that was so big to Jack that it was never shared with the children because mm-hmm. it was a part of him but I honestly think she might not know because we did all yeah. say that I think it was and like she didn't meet the dad until three or something or four. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like she does yeah. I don't, she's yeah, still, I don't she think she point. does no. either yeah she's wow. like oh you have a dad that's about hmm. to die yeah exactly <laughs> that's crazy know. that she knows I mean I feel at least they're making it feel like she knows nothing about his life right or his past life, at least. Can you imagine, too, and this uh, this is just off point, but him saying that the draft was on TV, I didn't know that. Can you imagine what that would be like to sit there and hear your name over TV that you're going to war? No one sent you anything. No one came to get you. No one called you. Oh, that's what he meant? I mm-hmm. thought he was just... I thought he, he said, was my seeing... life changed by looking at the TV because the draft was over the TV. Oh, I was thinking he was saying we saw, like, an advertisement of saying come oh, like no, sign you up right. no they didn't get signed up for that all men and still to this day at 18 right. you have to enlist in the draft all right. men do it in in the state so mm-hmm. if you're, the draft is called you don't get a choice right you just go like or they say go, go to, you go or you go to jail or you go yeah. to jail it's considered <laughs> I mean I know that really. I know <laughs> that I just didn't thought, think that, that right. names were being, being read I, it seems like it would be I mean I guess that would have been the main medium at the time isn't it crazy looking back though? At 18 years old, he was watching the TV screen and oh, he's being told. Oh, I'm saying like but at close, 18, yeah. you could have been drafted yeah. into the war. Yeah. And as what I think they're like 16 or 17 applying to colleges, he's deciding between Harvard and Howard. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In retrospect, it's crazy yeah. the kind of struggles that he went through, which explains why he, why he so much too. Yeah. Why? Yeah. Why he was pro Harvard and also why you know he went to alcohol for his problems. Mm. He yeah. couldn't. He didn't feel like anyone else can. As you said, feeling as a part of a community, he didn't feel that anyone else would understand. Yeah, mm-hmm. and what I he's think going especially through. having gone through that, mm-hmm. like those type of experience experiences, a lot of people don't share. Like my grandfather yeah, fought in Vietnam, Vietnam, but that's something that's never talked about. Mm-hmm. And PTSD wasn't as recognized as it is now. Yeah, I know we're getting a little off topic, but I think that. Um, they said they didn't call names on TV, that they called numbers. Oh, how do numbers. you know what number you are? I think you, you probably get assigned, were assigned one. one. Oh, okay. Yeah. Somebody said people too poor for TV were <laughs> screwed, I guess. I don't think the draft was over the TV. I think it was just seeing the warrant for... I don't know. See, Maybe that's, that's what I, was thinking, I don't Chelsea. know. That's what I was thinking. But either way, just like, just to see all of that, because that and, was one of the least televised wars as well, because they wanted to keep it away from yeah. people that it was, like, so bad. Yep. And then that's why people were so against it, too. So it was on TV, but it was, they gave the birth month in the year. Well, yeah, the concept of what we're saying is that. Thanks, Deborah. Thank you. The difference in the lives. Yeah. For Jack versus his children. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's even more interesting to me that it was, it was 18 versus 25. Mm -hmm. Because 25, you've kind of lived your adult life for seven years. Not kind of, but you've lived your adult life for seven years at that point. So you think that you're kind of maybe in your what your life is right. going to be mm-hmm. and all of a sudden that's when he said his life he's changed because up. he's like I thought I was comfortably at home well not comfortably because we know what, about his dad right but I thought I was living my life I wasn't going to have to go to war and then bam all of a sudden one day everything, everything changes, changes. Yeah. yeah 
We're very fortunate. Yeah, where we, we are really in our are. Life. But I think, in, in going off of that a little bit away from it, I think the fact that they got to have that moment and right. that he's sharing it with Randall is so beautiful that they got to have that as father and son because there was one line where he said, I'm not going to be able to be here for all those choices. Yeah. I was like, done. Yeah. Crying. <laughs> like, bad crying. You guys just didn't hear me. Mm-hmm. No, we heard you. Thanks oh, you heard me? No, okay. I didn't. Thanks to headphones. At that point, yeah, I heard you. Yeah, they were really loud. But, <laughs> and, the, and the girl sitting behind us. Because she heard too. But, um, and, and then there was another moment where, um, I mean, that's different lives and life moments that he didn't get to share. But then also, on um, retrospect, William talking about that conversation that we got to see with Randall. Mm. And a lot of what influences his choices with Deja was his conversation with William where he said, you know, I met Rebecca. Right. We, we had met a couple of times. And then that one day I followed. And he got to hear that other side of the story that we didn't. I know. And I it was that, oh, that was a bicycle. Yeah. bicycle. It was great. But yeah. there's, like, moments in your life where you realize, like, You've lived a full life without me. I can't just insert myself. Right. I didn't where I'm feel not. that I could. And then yeah. also, really quick, just to see that his influence are also based on the experience or the time that he didn't have, you yeah. know, with William and mm-hmm. making those decisions for Deja because of what he hopes or maybe how he feels things could have been different mm-hmm. if he had um, his birth father in his life as well. And the fact that he's like still trying to do what's best for the child mm-hmm. because of his influence with Jack. So I think he's been very much influenced on both ends that he's had such positive people within his life. Yeah, he's connecting the bikes to the sweater. Because remember, the mom was outside mm. holding the purple yes. sweater. Purple. Mm-hmm. And she was so excited to be bringing home clothes right. for Deja. Yeah. And he remembered the story with William on which bike was his. And, and he was talking to Beth. He's like, she had purple sweaters. Like, is that her favorite color? Mm. And they're like, no, we don't know what her favorite color and is. And then the, about the nicknames. The nicknames, and, yeah. Yeah. Tater Tot <laughs> and Deja. Deja. Yeah. Deja. Mm-hmm. But this, yeah. the best part is that just like Randall always felt like he didn't know where he fit in and which life, Deja turns around full circle, what, 20, 30 years later and says, I feel stuck too. Like, I want to go home with my mom, but I also don't want to leave here. And it was kind of beautiful that in that short amount of time they built that kind of a bond. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Where she could Especially say something like started. that. Exactly. Yeah. Especially from where they started. You yeah, guys, that, he cried. That, I, I was going to say, what sent me to an emotional place was seeing William's thought of what his oh, life would have been like be in Randall's he, life. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't even that he was just in Randall's life. He was in Kevin and Kate's life. He was exactly. in Jack and Rebecca's life. Like, he was family. part of the family. He was there for birthdays. He yeah. was there for Christmas. That for me just thinking that a father that does doesn't have the ability to raise their child or even a parent to think what my life would look like and then realize it's better if I stay away mm. and you got on the chemistry set you guys for christmas that was mm. it was that, that would have been it. so cute yeah <laughs> i loved it and then uh, just and they would have been welcoming. I feel like they actually, Kate and, I mean, not Kate, sorry, Rebecca and Jack would have been welcoming. They would have let. No. I think Jack would have been. You don't think so? Jack no. would have been. Rebecca not Rebecca. Jack, Rebecca. I mean, Rebecca literally ran out when he was so excited about <laughs> yeah. meeting Randall. Right. You think so? She was so afraid that Randall was going to be taken from her. Mm-hmm. But yeah. even if Which is a good, valid fear. But if like, William said, I only want to be apart for holidays, but he I feel was, like they Rebecca were, has they a were, big heart at the end of the day. I they were trying hard. to have that conversation yeah. and she, you know, dodged. I think naturally you're always going to think, you know, anytime it's going to be a reminder that you're not mine. So yeah. I don't fault her for it, but I, she wouldn't have, she wouldn't have I think that's such it. a hard place to be. And I'm sure that like a lot of adoptive parents have that of like, do I let that person that's not actually their parent? Because let's, it's not the parent. The fact that they have not raised a child means that they're not the parent in the long run. Mm-hmm. Like William is his father, like biological father, but like, a child, when they're growing up, will automatically be like, oh, I want to talk to my biological blah, 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 blah. Like, it's a valid fear that Rebecca would want yeah. to keep it away and not to confuse him either, you know? Well, because they're fearing how with Deja's mom, she came and she declared, mm-hmm. I'm going to take my daughter back. If William had come with a different stance that I believe you guys could either give him a better life or a better opportunity, but I want to be around for the holidays, I think she would fight it. But I ultimately think... Rebecca does love her children and would do what's in their best interest first. Eventually, yeah. I, I don't yeah. know. I feel like that's I think, just... I mean, it's a hypothetical I, anyways, but... Yeah, I do right. think Jack would have been more yes. welcoming. More apt, too. Of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think he would have as a man. 
Um, but I also think that influences why Randall says to Shauna, you know, if you need somebody to take care of her, right. if you need somebody, mm-hmm. you know, to help her with homework, I can do that because he wants, he understands that Dejan needs to be with her mother or exactly. wants to be with her yes, mother. Of course. But he's like, don't let this be the last that we see of each other either. We're yeah. willing to stay in her life. And she clearly and, wants and to I be in ours as well. that's the yeah. best part about it as well because by that point he sees and, you know, as a whole, like viewing the show, you get to see what the impact of a foster parent can look like. Mm. It doesn't have to be just uh, the saving grace from somebody who is in a bad situation and they're never going to know their parents. It very much can be, you know, step in for however long the time may be. She acknowledged him doing the science project. That was the Mm. part that, you know, got me feeling like, oh, that's so sweet. And for him to see, like, he's made this connection that could very well, you know, withstand the test of time. And he could be a part of her life forever as a foster dad and she still could have um, her mom. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and the scene where Shauna sees her daughter actually embrace mm-hmm. Randall, mm-hmm. I think that maybe, yes. I'm just assuming that maybe there's a part of her that has known her history being in and out of these foster homes, and maybe then in the past that her old uh, foster dad would hit her with the magazine. And oh my god, I just said foster dad when she's at the presentation, exactly. and she goes, my foster Mr. dad helped me with this. Yep. I... Died. That was the sweetest thing it I've was ever. Oh, I loved it. Mm-hmm. And she doesn't and have him a just smiling. It's just sad because oh. she doesn't have a male influence in her life, at least from the way they scripted it. So mm-hmm. I think it's I can see where Shauna's coming from. Maybe she's being a, more like Rebecca was about just kind of being territorial. But why would she not want like a good male figure? Like if he's offering to drive all the way down there, but, bring well, the girls. Because at that point when they first see each other at the beginning of the episode, she's still remembering the interaction that she and Randall had at the jail. That's at the prison. true. Yeah. So there was already this combativeness. And then she comes to the house and you got Beth in her face. Because mm-hmm. Beth was like, look, let me tell you, you ain't <laughs> yeah. taking this job. Go Beth. You know? So already there's this headbutting that's happening. So yeah. by the end, she might have been more willing to let Randall and Beth come around and everything like that but in the beginning no. And to piggyback off of that too and this is just my assumption is that Deja's mom is also coming from a place like they made it very evident like with her car and where they're from and she even mentioned it in the jail she's like oh you're probably married to like a white woman and Mm -hmm. you got all these like great things and blah 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 so she already sees a divide Mm -hmm. financially and like where they're at in their lives and there's such a huge gap between the two and the circumstances and what life is handed to either of these parties. Like if you're a mom and you're trying to do your best and that foster family is always one upping you, whether it's technology or whether it's gifts or whether it's attention or whether it's a good schools, like all Deja's mom wants to do is provide the best life that she can Mm -hmm. do. And if you've constantly got this foster parent one upping you, you're not able to do the job that you can do as a parent. And you're always going to feel less than. I agree. And I think that's why she was hesitant when Randall offered to come and babysit or whatever. Let me do my job as a mom. Right. Let me do what I I can do. I have nothing against Deja's mom. Um, Obviously she was in a situation, but as the case manager had told uh, Randall and Beth is that she did a plea agreement so it's not even that she was free and clear and she had nothing to do with the gun being in her car even though she claimed she didn't I mean was I wrong that the impression that I got was that it was just a plea deal for her to give information on, on something else that had happened so ultimately it's she wants a second chance with her daughter yes but it's kind of like when we talked about this I think it was two episodes ago would Randall be where he is today if he was raised with William versus being raised with Beth and Rebecca. And it's nothing to do with money because Beth and Rebecca weren't... I mean, he had to go borrow money from his father. They weren't also rolling in money. And it's just about the difference in environment. But, you know, it just just... With Deja's mom, I wonder if you guys think there's a chance that something might happen in the future with her and they will get Deja back. Like, I was thinking about that at the end of the episode. I don't know um, if they would go back to the same foster family at that point. I don't know if you can, like, specify that. It just depends on the system. Well, they could adopt her, right? Might, or, yeah. I think that could be, it. but I think for for this show and this situation, it's, it's not. Yeah, okay. yeah, I think yeah, they want. Line. We oh, saw the, the introduction boy. of a little boy, so you know they want to adopt again. So I was hoping we were going to see more of Deja. Though. I know, I like, know, Kelly, she was a great, she had a great story. That's what I'm saying. I wanted to come chat. back. Callie was saying in the chat that she was hoping that 
Deja would spend Thanksgiving with them. I was hoping that too. I was hoping that they would oh. invite Deja and Shauna to spend to Thanksgiving spend. with you them. You guys been watching too much Little House on the Prairie because <laughs> she was like, "I'm taking Whoa. my daughter." Throw back, like happy endings like that. I would have loved that, that too. Yeah, do we have bank. a lot of happy endings I'm, here? I'm thinking. Well, and to I'm be fair, it still case, is a happy ending. Yes, it like, is. No, of course it is. Good. But yeah. we're, we're team. We love Randall and Beth. Mm-hmm. What I did love though is both of those parents throwing down like Mama and Daddy Lion Bear Cub taking care of Deja. <laughs> I don't know what that expression right. is. I tried at the table. Yeah. Oh, okay. I was like, who? Where are we going right. about? Yeah. Well, at the door, whenever she's fighting with Deja's mom, like, uh, uh-uh, no, you're not taking this child. Blah 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 blah. But then also the way Randall handled himself did not yell. He just said, "You mm-hmm. spoke your piece. It's my turn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're going to listen." And this is what it is. How many times have you done your job to where the child went back to a wrong spot? Da 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 da. Like he had points. He was ready and firing. And then he's just like, "I spoke my piece." But Deja is the mom, even though obviously I have my hesitation because of what the case manager said about the mom and how she got out. Mm-hmm. Ultimately, that is her mom, and she of course says she goes, "You know, my mom makes bad choices, but she's, she's cool." So pretty cool. Right? I love what she calls her. She goes, she's cool. Yeah, and I. The fact that she has to reassure, like, again, it echoes what Randall said at the beginning. Deja had to play parent to calm Shauna down. Mm -hmm. At the end of the episode, she had to be like, I'm okay, it's fine. Mm -hmm. Instead of being 12 years old or however old she is, she has to be that mature and calm her mom down. And calm Randall down. She has to lose her childhood because of that. Mm -hmm. Because she won't. But I did love the moment where Beth said, "Keep that beautiful head full of hair." Yeah, yeah. they they uh, they left her with you know so much. I think, and of we course. got to see that for the time that she was on the show, we got to see the impact of just how they were able to build her up, even um, with her and Randall and talking about you know the the big house or the fancy cars, like just mm-hmm. all of those pieces that she can hold on to as she navigates the world. Of course, she'll never be able to get her childhood back and. You know, whatever life experience will come, she has to, you know, overcome them. But I feel like they made a like a, such a huge impact on her. Absolutely. And I think that's the point. Like, that's the beauty that we see that we don't always kind of... We're not exposed to when it comes to, like, adoption or, like, mm. foster care or all these situations. And that's what they said, too. He was like, I think that more kids out there need us. Exactly. And need our home. Mm-hmm. You guys, I have to great. say that this episode was so beautifully written and put together. Mm, I mean, of course, I love that they're doing that whole thing about the vantage point, showing us Mm -hmm. different angles of the Mm -hmm. big three. Um, I loved Kevin's episode, but with this episode specifically, I felt like we finally hit home on understanding Randall today, which Mm -hmm. led to ultimately his decision with Deja. And I think, like I said, it was so beautifully put together. I love that we had that moment with Randall and his father kind of like underlining their relationship you know, his hesitation with, are you sure you want to go to Howard versus Harvard? Mm-hmm. Jack also feeling the other way around, like, I'm the white dad, not so much like I'm the, you know, like I'm the adopted kid. We saw it from both sides, and then he opened up to him. I still don't think he knows about the brother at all. But the fact yeah. that they were able to compare and contrast their life, we're able to see from that perspective. I just think this episode was incredible. Yeah, yeah, I think this one out of all three, it was just streamlined in a way where we got to see yes. the mass amount of like everything and it was all connected so well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like you said, it from young to teen to grown Randall and to the yeah. family, yeah. It, everything just came together in a way that was like, oh, wow. Like there was just a wholeness about it. And mm-hmm. we didn't have any crazy, you know, endings or like... That ending was so random. But it came together is what I mean. Nobody, there wasn't any oh. more loss. I needed, there was, I needed a couple you know more I mean? minutes. Okay. Because for a second, we thought need, it was going to go to, crazy. But I need a few more minutes. To but. echo what you were saying, Lena, about the conversation about Harvard versus Howard, I'm actually glad that they brought that up because mm-hmm. quite often, even in the black community, people will put an quote-unquote Ivy League over an HBCU to be like, oh, well, you're not going to do this. You're not going to be able to do that. If you're walking around saying you're from Howard, nobody's going to understand. I appreciate that because it's a conversation that still happens to this day. There's constant conversation of are HBCUs necessary? And it's the historical aspect that makes it what it is. But it's still a college at the end of the day. You're still getting an education, a quality Mm -hmm. education, and so I just appreciated that little bit of a conversation. Yeah, there's, yeah. there's excellent teachers everywhere. I went to UCLA. I studied um, economics. 
And I remember my professors, the classes would all be at 8 a.m. And I remember thinking, oh my God, I picked the worst major ever. Yeah. I know that's not that early, but that was early for me. No, Especially that's I had, early. I had, yeah, it was early. You went to be there at 8 a.m. with every day. numbers and this guy is just like, and so did I. And so did I. And I remember asking my professor once, hey, you know, why are the classes so early? And he said, because a lot of us, he goes, especially myself, and he was one of the best teachers on campus, the highest rated, because, you know, they have, like, a Bruin review where you can review your teachers and stuff. Mm. He said, I teach at Cal State Fullerton, which is a Cal State versus UCLA. But it's the same teacher. Is that allowed? Yeah. Clearly. I don't know. But I think... So you can get the same education. It doesn't matter, like, my point is, it doesn't matter if it's a community college, Cal State, or thing. As long as you're getting an education... You're building yourself. You're helping yourself grow. As long as you're getting some kind of an education, I don't, like you said, it's just, I don't even think it's versus an HSBC versus even an Ivy League. I think it's just schools when they compare it to. <laughs> is well, it? Is it wrong? HBCU. Oh, HBCU, yeah. sorry. Right. But HBCU. I think for, for, sorry, I butchered that, guys. You're sorry. fine. But I think for this in particular, just the whole um, Harvard versus Howard yeah. thing, it, it, I mean, like you said, it is an important conversation that is still to be had, and you see a slew or so many HBCUs that are no longer holding on to yep. it or going out of it so I'm yep. glad they showed that but bigger still is just that Jack could respect the connectiveness that mm-hmm. um, Randall had to it because I think naturally who wouldn't want their kid to, to go, go to, to Harvard, Harvard if yeah. they have the potential to do so but seeing how impacted he was he's you know what you always make the right decision and mm-hmm. I think I love what, that. Yeah. 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 which I think hopefully he picks Howard I think he does. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, too, I think Randall's already felt so much of, like, I'm the only black kid. I'm the only, like, this. I'm only this. And if you go to Harvard, and especially in that time, Mm -hmm. it's a very white school. Mm -hmm. And still to this day, there's not a lot of diversity at some of the Ivy Leagues. Correct me if I'm wrong. But I still don't think it's at the level where it could be. Mm-hmm. I think it's moving and changing. Uh, yeah. But I think that it's still historically more of that. So I think him needing in that point of his life to feel more inclusion mm-hmm. and to have an identity outside of his family. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, which is what every 18-year-old wants. Yeah. Let's be real. Mm-hmm. You know, so I think that it would be... I mean, I think he does pick Howard. I think he, he does, does. pick because I think that's Beth that walks by. Yeah, I thought I was thought it like Beth. Have been Beth because but remember when was Kevin all... was explaining her, he said but her hair. I just didn't in know the braids. Do you because... remember? But is she older? I, that's, that's what, what I was, was going to ask. She's, she's older. older. She she's must, older. She must she, be because I think is that older. was her. And be... she would have already been in college. She is older because in the scene with Kevin when he's talking about how he helped Randall pick her up, I think he kind of insinuated that she was an older classmate already going there, and I think that's why because they made it a point to. Randall check her out and that's not they did they did kind of linger on her but I don't they, like, know even move the camera a little yeah bit but on. I don't know if it was just to signify like he caught they caught each other's eye or if it was to say that that is Beth they're leaving like a little drop to say hey remember well, that yeah. girl's face with how many hints they threw about the miscarriage and all the other stuff they've done I'm pretty sure that was that Beth. That I, I thought it was too I, See? I did teamwork Finally. Oh my oh. god! <laughs> we agreed on something! The whole night. All separation. Night been, no. <sighs> Lena wants no, to fight me every single week. Okay. And I'm so just happy to be here. Keith is talking about we weren't fighting. He just has a tendency of disagreeing with every single thing I ever say. I could say the sky is blue. He's like, no, it's not. It's pink. Basically, what I was saying, which we'll go into the next point, is yeah. the ending. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I needed like an extra minute. They just threw us in. She's in the car. He's getting arrested. Or, I mean, she pops up and he's like, put your seatbelt on. He's, he's showing up, though. By the way, by he, we mean Kevin. I, like, skipped over that. I was like, wait yeah. a second. Oh. He We're got go back to, to the it. house. Oh, right. Because when Kevin we get shows awesome, up. Yeah. So we finished the conclusion of the phone call that we've seen three times. And, like, <laughs> I already heard, yeah, she had a miscarriage. Okay, we well, got we that out of the way. It. We didn't see it last episode because I thought Kate called. No, Randall. no. We've always seen the door opening and Kevin coming in, and he's like, "I know. I already found out. Like right, she had a miscarriage. We've seen that part three times in the first episode. Kate called we Kevin didn't see it in last after episode. she got off the band. Remember, she stopped singing. She took out oh. her phone, um, and she called, and it went. I think after like one ring, it went to voicemail or something, or she was trying to call him. Do you guys remember that? That might have been when he was in the and hotel. And then that's when he cleared yeah, it out. Yeah. yeah. And that's uh, when he cleared it out. Yeah. I don't know, but she's saying we did see, well, we've seen it a couple yeah. times Either at this way. point. Yeah. We've Kevin seen it a couple and Randall's times. response, like, I already know. And she's, then now we've surpassed that. Yes. We've gotten the, past all the past videos. And uh, we finally get to see 
Kevin come in and like actually interact with Randall. Is, and why did Randall not catch on to Thank you. All I was just going to say that. Yes. I think it was yeah, I think it was just face. yeah, I like mean, at 12 o'clock? I can just try to give him the benefit with everything else that's going on like the yeah. Asia, but he cuz he showed like you said a little bit cuz he's like vodka or so early but just look he's at this sweaty. man. He's yeah. got the underbelly. Yes. Yes. Right in on top of it like he's already been to the banquet with Kevin and seen him like this so this is the second time that Randall has seen Kevin in this type of state and you're Mm -hmm. still not clicking or maybe you don't want to click with it but they've clearly seen their dad with alcoholism so they know what the signs are why are you being that like is it maybe I think it's going back to the fact that there's not that there's a disconnect but they've always not been as close for example how Kate went to go call Kevin Mm. but then Randall had to call Kate I think that they're just used to always going to each other and that maybe that's why Kevin wants to avoid Kate. Not just because she had her miscarriage, but he knows that she will... Like the twin thing. Didn't you say twins have the thing? Yeah. But I'm sorry. He has to, like... And y'all know how much I love Randall. He has to be blind not to know there's something wrong with Kevin. Yeah, Yeah, he definitely should have known. And he chugged that OJ and vodka. Good lord. But he chugged it when nobody was in the kitchen. Yeah, Right, until the kids showed up. But still, he put the vodka on the top, didn't stir it. He pretty much drank vodka. Girl, because at the point, he just wants the alcohol. Exactly. The orange juice is just to make it not look as bad. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He's just like, well, let me put it in orange juice so it doesn't look like I'm just drinking straight vodka. vodka. Yeah. But yeah, no, it, that whole bit, I was just kind of like, come on, Randall, catch on, just yeah. please. Yeah. And they even took it to the furthest, like, um, I was just saying, oh, Taylor and everybody's saying, having a Thank conversation you. about Jack. And Why is he... no one paying attention to Kevin? Right. That's what we're saying. It's crazy like, at all. to me. Like, I don't understand. His why daughter's not... paid attention to Kevin more. That's why she's, like, in the car. And as I said, Which, I needed... Oh, my God. And Keith had an excellent point when I said it. He said that she had to be in the car. Actually, it was Erica that said it. No, that was me. I said yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. You better take your credit. He's like, oh, no, I, I was just giving him a compliment, it. but he wanted to make sure he got the credit for it. <laughs> yes, but yeah, it's a valid point that she had to be in the car for it to be something so extreme. But it mm-hmm. was just... It was so quick, and I thought for sure there was going to be an accident. Yeah. I was like, oh, I just, God. Me too. I thank God that it was just a pullover and a DUI. Right? That's but right. I needed... I'm not saying I wanted an accident, but that's where I felt like it was going, and then right. they cut it short, which is why I feel like I needed like another minute or two. I was glad that they pulled us back because I think, as an art or as a viewer of this show, you have no choice but to go there. Mm-hmm. So I was talking about anything for the worst, it's right. a safe and because and because at the same time we're hearing Jack talk about like one falls the other stands up or something like that. Oh, yeah, because and the so, flashbacks as the babies. If you're talking about mm-hmm. one falling... Oh, God. Then you're And he's in the car and he's speeding Your around. assumption would be... Yeah. 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 And, you know, for a moment, I was thinking... So, a couple things I'm just spit out real quick. Because for a moment, I was thinking, well what is Kevin's intention? Like, is he at the point where he's like, does he not want sabotage. to get his life? Or, you know? And I feel like having her in the backseat kind of brought him back again. Um, but I was glad we didn't have to see any accents. We don't have to see any trauma there. But I do think it was interesting to have her say that she snuck in the car because she wants to be away. She doesn't. She I doesn't want like. To be in the house. I don't want no, to be at I think home. she sensed something was wrong with Kevin. Oh, absolutely. Also, he was very dismissive in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. Maybe mm-hmm. this is weird and off, but maybe she identifies with Kevin because I feel like Kevin is the one that didn't get. Well, no, Kate didn't get a lot of attention, but like I think she but, identifies more with Kevin because he's like. He's a man. Distant. Yeah, but she but became the, the middle she, child, mm-hmm. essentially. She's not the baby anymore when Deja came in. And, of course, every bit of attention went to Deja. And she's at that age where she's realizing, like, hey, I want attention, too. Maybe, I don't know, maybe that's a stretch. I was going to say, but I don't feel that. But why that's, did the baby yeah. not go in the car with Someone's him? Because she, she said pr- she hates the house. Did she say that? I don't remember Yeah, that. she, that's she when did, she was in the car. She said yeah. that, but... But the little one, why didn't the little one follow Because Tess was, like, probably, like, if... If we're kn- both gone, they're going to know gonna something's notice. wrong. So they're smart little girls. Yeah, so oh, Tess was like, smart. you stay here. And because she probably figured if something's going to happen, I'd rather it happen to me and not my sister. Yeah. 
I think that she didn't notice. I think that's a um, stretch for an eight, 12, 11 year old. Uh, we were just talking that. about how mature Deja is. Yeah, yeah, but she's okay. I think yeah. she made. They the were decision. different. They were raised differently, though. She's kind of yeah, but it doesn't change the fact that you can be real. more mature can, yeah, at, a, at a young age than yeah. we give children like for. Credit and for. she's Beth's daughter, so she's probably pretty perceptive. Oh, yeah. my nephew is eight years old, and that kid is extremely intelligent. So nowadays, kids and the access to information they have. Yeah, right. But, so. but why someone did said she... that she feels like the older sister that's ignored. I, I can yeah. feel that, especially that's because Deja was getting a lot of the attention, just like Randall was getting a lot of the attention um, when he was younger because he was adopted. So I feel like a lot of attention. But just, what was the timeline for how long Deja was there? Do we ever get a gauge of that? Was it like a month, two months? No, I think it was a little bit longer. longer but an exact amount. But just to present the counter, because now I see what Erica is trying to say, like, her saying that, like, not to read too much into it, She, you're thinking that she was saying that only because she needed to tell him something, but her sole purpose was to be there for Kevin. Mm-hmm. So she's going to say, oh, I just wanted to be away because I hated at home, but she doesn't really do that. She's just doing this because she felt yeah, she whatever Kevin. connection she she's had. She's always like, the Manny, the Manny. Yeah. And she was, if if it hadn't been where he got pulled over, I think she would have tried to talk him down and just be like, let's just go back to the house, you know? Or yeah. let's, you want, I'm hungry. You want to go get some IHOP or something like that? Mm-hmm. I think she would have figured out a way to get to him, get him mm-hmm. back to Thanksgiving. Yeah. Thanksgiving. Yeah. Yeah. It yeah. Is. And I'm also glad that Kevin snapped out of it, too. I'll give him credit, because as soon as he noticed she was there, he's he like, what are you doing? Down. Put your seatbelt on. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? So he wasn't just completely lost, like and a lost cause. Kudos to the little girl that place uh test, test. because mm-hmm. when she when he got arrested that breakdown in the back was beautiful mm-hmm. it was so like heart-wrenching and just i don't know that's a whole nother thing to witness when you're a child to see that that's scary Listen, i don't even know how i would react I at 27 you, quick i'm not gonna just a really miniature amount of a story i was like super young me and my twin brother yeah. we had the whole like it was just this incident at my grandfather's house like they the police like they stormed it we had to like everybody had to get out in the grass and like you know you have like officers and people Mm -hmm. like consoling you but it is like what is happening like what world is this because it's an experience that as a child you never know and to think about Tess like who would think that going to like on a ride with my uncle like he's Getting yeah. for a DUI. I will, I will say something, though. Um, someone mentioned in the chat, they asked if you think that, or if we think that Kevin and Randall's relationship is now going to have a rift. Yes. I am going to be Team Kevin, even though all season we've talked about how we haven't really seen any depth to him. He has tried reaching out. He's tried getting attention, like getting Sophie to listen. He tried getting Randall to listen. He tried talking to Randall on the phone. And I understand that Randall had other things going on. He just had his foster daughter ripped from his home and I understand that but he tried and he really did try to talk to people Yeah, he was gonna call Kate and then he heard she had a miscarriage so he's probably like I'm not gonna call her he tried talking to Randall twice didn't happen he drove all the way to his house to seeking help and then of course he showed up on Sophie's doorstep which we understand why Sophie closed the door but he was trying to explain he is on self-sabotage mode and I've seen people and well you know everyone in the world has gone through some point where they feel depressed or they're sad about something or they feel stressed out. He's at that point of no return where Mm -hmm. he's in the car, speeding, not caring, and it is literally seeing Tessa Mm -hmm. that kind of brings him back. And I'm not defending him, but obviously he didn't know and he would have made that decision with Tessa being in the car. And yes, it still makes him, I don't want to use the word selfish, but... um, not I th- think yeah he was unaware to answer yeah. I don't I don't think that it's gonna cause a rip I think this is gonna be what he needs and what everybody needs to see like wow how could we miss all this yeah. I think maybe for an instant it'll be like oh my god cause you know you hear them of say like I'm, gonna, like, kill I'm him gonna kill him like, I'm gonna kill yeah. him first but once it comes out I think it'll give like the family let's just bring it all back in together yeah, I'm interested to see where they pick up going into right. next se- like the second half of the season because we leave off with all of this. Like yeah. we got someone arrested, we got someone with a miscarriage, we just lost the foster kid, and it seems like we're getting another one coming in soon and a little boy. Right. Which is precious. But I don't know where it's gonna go from where here at up? all. Like where do we pick yeah. up? Do we learn more about like are we finally gonna get the answer to how Jack died? Or are I we mean, gonna figure seriously? out? Can we get that? I just want to know, do you guys think that this was Kevin's bottom? Being arrested. Not just being arrested, but being arrested in front of his niece. With his niece in the car. Yes, I think this is it. Mm -hmm. I think this is it. And who said this last episode, that something 
really earth shattering needs to happen to him for like a wake up call because the way they showed the scene was that he had no care for his own life right he would have either probably killed himself killed somebody else or all of the above yeah. but then when he saw his niece it was a huge wake up call for him and I'm really hoping his family helps him get through this I just it's a lot of drama this episode yeah like yeah. they gave us a lot, it was a lot. Plus, what do they say a... when it rains it's pouring yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. but he also getting arrested he's a public figure so that's gonna like completely be oh. blown oh, out of proportion yeah guys. that is like, true not only on your family front but now the whole world is gonna know is gonna know and they're gonna spin it as first he had the breakdown at the high school I'm sure somebody has a video of they his have a video of it and then they're gonna say now he has a DUI and they're gonna talk about the downfall of the Manny and yep. then the Manny whenever I'm so sorry uh, when he had the blow up about the Manny because I mean we saw where that was crazy mm-hmm. and publicity wise so like where is that going to leave him? That may be even more of a breaking point. Because is he going to have a career when he gets out? Is he going to have a place to go? He's right. already lost Sophie. He's getting ready to lose his career because of all of this, possibly. Did he lose it's Sophie? Everything. <laughs> I'm still thinking yes, but who knows? Who's she's, to say? Maybe she'll come back. She's going to make a cameo, I think. Maybe yeah, not she'll... back with him, but... Could he lose his movie? I don't know. Like someone you know else saying that. You know what's interesting? Mm-hmm. I think he's... Well... You there know was an actor who was his all his parts are being reshot, so it's possible. Yeah, they can easily do that. I was almost gonna say that I feel like another thing they're talk like touching on now is the whole downfall of like the actors. You know, some actors they get so big and they go through this like spiral downwards, kind of like what they're gonna show. I, I really feel like next season or not next season, but when we come back, okay. they're gonna show like I said the speech and they're gonna say, Look at the downfall of the Manny, starting with this outbreak on the Manny, then this and then now this. Mm-hmm. That's true. That would be so sad, guys. There's a Kevin, lot. Kevin really tried, you guys. <laughs> I think he did, too. He and did. I think he tried yeah. to reach out. have come so far with Kevin. You, yes, you Kevin. have. You did. Because I feel like he's suffering <laughs> from what every single person at some point in their life has suffered from, which mm-hmm. is depression from different things. Even Jack went through it. Yeah. And he kept it to himself. Randall has and anxiety, which is sad. also another form of depression. Mm-hmm. And what makes me sad is that Kevin was really came full circle and was trying to reach out and gave the speech at his high school about how these are the people that matter, the doctors and the other people, not the actors or these glamorous stuff or the social media stuff you guys pay attention to. So I don't know. Kudos to Kevin. (laughs) And then, you know, um, Kate's trying to have another baby, so we'll see how that happens. Because they never actually got... Did they finish their marriage license? I hope they have a big wedding. They're probably... They they might Did they sign the sheet? No. No. No, Didn't they so they're not they're married gonna... yet because they were going to, so that she could then, like go towards his mom. So okay. they're not even married and yet. And then Toby proposed and canceled that whole thing. Yeah, so I mean, <laughs> we'll see how that ends up. Wait, and he canceled the proposal. Or they canceled getting married at the courthouse. I thought he said right. he wanted to give her a wedding now. Yeah, yeah. 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 They, canceled, exactly. they canceled at yeah, the courthouse. You guys, That's if what they I was go wedding shopping, I will be so happy. I would love that. And then Rebecca coming back and like finally having that relationship with Kate. I just think there's a lot of loose ends that are still. Open. Open, which yes. I like, but not enough to where I'm going to be like tormented over the holiday season. Yeah, because right. I believe they come back the. Would you not say the second seventh? Is it? The, it can't be. The Someone 7th. said the second, the seventh. Okay, know, so the seventh is a Thursday, so that would be incorrect. So the the second. Wait, no, wait, wait. The second is a Tuesday, so it has to be the second. Okay, so we'll be back. The second, guys. <laughs> right, whoa. What? what? Oh, all of these different things in here. I see rape and molestation accusations up here, and I'm like, wait, is there something else? Listen, what is happening? Oh, they were we, saying. Are you seeing? When we come back, oh. up in the, the oh, okay, they were just saying Sorry, how Kevin guys. can bounce back from a DUI, just like other people have bounced back from. You know. Oh yeah, they can easily. They Mel Gibson. So when we come back, we're definitely not going to find out how Jack dies. That's for sure. But we not will right have off the bat. hopefully a wedding, hopefully a cute little adopted boy. Wait, and then maybe Kate's pregnant. Are you doing predictions? I guess so. Did you just jump into it? We didn't even get the music. <laughs> you gotta wait. I knew it was coming. It's order. Steve you was ready, predict- though. Steve was ready on that button. prediction right. for the prediction <laughs> song. Thank you, Steve. It was really because I was realizing we're still not going to find out how Jack dies. I feel mm-hmm. like we're not going to find it out this... This is still considered season two, right? After yeah. we come back? I think we'll yeah. find out the last episode of season two. That's my prediction. Really? I just want to know about the brother. Someone, please, God, tell me about the brother. <laughs> Oh, Jack's uh, brother. I, I yeah, Jack's brother. I don't know where we start off, but I, I don't think it's in any of those places. I'm excited to <laughs> really? see the little boy. Yeah, he's so think... precious. So I'm excited to see him. Yeah. You family. know what? Now that we've gotten through these big three episodes, which I have to admit, 
my favorite was Randall's. Yes, was mine too. Yep. That was tonight. Yep. I want to see a Jack focused episode. <gasps> and a Rebecca. And a Rebecca focused episode. I want to know a little bit more about I want Rebecca. them to do that. And Beth. To be honest, oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. I want to see more about that. 100%. I think we will find out when they go into Randall's life in college. Because mm-hmm. that was yeah. her walking by. I'm convinced. I, I'm excited to see more about these characters because I feel like we don't have enough of Rebecca's backstory. We have just mom Rebecca. Yeah. We don't have where she came from of why and her she relationship with, kids, with her mom. Her relationship with her mom and then how she met with Jack. And we know how they met, but like their progression in a relationship and just... You know, I'd really like to see that. And then, obviously, we've seen a little bit of Jack before he met Rebecca, but not enough. We don't know anything about him. I mean, he was working at a car. He's working as a mechanic. And then he was working on that car. And he was supposed to go on a blind date with someone else. And then bounced on the blind date and went and saw Rebecca. That's true. You guys, can I say one final point that I love about this entire show? Yes. Is how much emphasis they put on that adoption is an option. Mm-hmm. And that you can adopt a child. There's so many yeah. kids out there. You know, I'm, and there's some people that want to obviously have children, their own children, the naturally. But we see how Jack and Rebecca can love Randall as much, if not more, than their own children. And then also how in, what, a month or two months, Randall and Beth are able to love Deja so much mm-hmm. and change her life and impact it. I love that this episode, they kind of tied that in at the end when they said, yeah. maybe not today, maybe not next week, maybe not in a month. Beth said that, but I'm ready because we have a good home. Yeah. yeah. And that's just so right. beautifully put because there's so many kids out there, guys. Yeah. I think it's beautiful and especially going into the holiday season, which, guys, I'm really sad that I'm not going to have this for the next few weeks. <laughs> yeah. And you're going to be sad not hearing me sobbing for the next few weeks. <laughs> oh, devastating. But I know. Are going to start crying over I know. <laughs> you're just going to cry about not hearing me cry for next two weeks. Tuesday night, I'll but be crying. We love you guys so much. <laughs> Happy holidays to all of you and to your families. We love spending our Tuesday nights with you, and we're excited to come back in January to talk all about This Is Us. Um, and, again, thank you guys for always tuning in. My name's Candice Cruz. You can find me on all of my social media at yes. Candice R. Cruz. That's okay. it. I almost <laughs> didn't finish that. Right? I am it's Keith late. Andre. You can follow me everywhere at Keith underscore Andre, and we'll see you in 2018. <gasps> oh, God. And Ooh. I'm Lena Nori. You can find me all over the internet at Lena and happy new year because that's true we will not see you till 2018 yeah I'm gonna echo that happy holidays to everybody I'm Erica Shannon and you can find me on Twitter at Miss Airy Baby this is the last time we'll see you in 2017 so bye guys be safe out there from executive producers Maria Menounos Kevin Undergaro Phil Svitek and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network to watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.